Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The final tally is in for yesterday's candy draft. Randy, Team Randy wins with a 61% take of all of the votes. Team Michelle comes in at 22.3% and Team Scott 16.8%, which is a representative showing for the team that he had. I should have just taken Reese's Peanut Butter Cups first, even though I knew Twix was the right call. It's the better candy, but I should have gone with... Reese's peanut butter cups. Oh, you're trying to win the vote, huh? Yeah, trying to win the popular vote. Reese's is the better candy, and that's why Reese's won. Reese's, Snickers, M&M's, Skittles, Junior Mints, Heath, and the the always tremendous Almond Joy. Blues analyst Joey Vitale is with us now on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line on 101 ESPN. Joey V, good to talk to you. How are you? Randy, you're not one of those those guys out there that loves Almond Joys, are you? Love Almond Joys. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, God. You're the one. So, no, we've got a poll up right now, uh, whether it's trash or awesome. And trash is winning by a wide margin. We do find that there is no middle ground on Almond Joys. Nobody just says, eh, about Almond Joy. Yeah, no, no. You either, um, you know, I feel like Almond Joys, they're like wiener dogs. You either love them or you hate them. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you there. And, and I, wiener dogs. I was never a big fan of the wiener dog. You know, they're just like this big, long dog with short little legs and I don't know. Just not my thing. But I know people that have them, and they absolutely love, love them. them. Yeah, Joey, I, I take you more as a golden retriever type guy, which is, in my opinion, more of the Snickers, you know, of the dog world. You know, Michelle, you're right. It's just classic. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean. And, and sometimes around the holiday season, we try to, we try to just, we try to get too fancy. You know, the Food Network's the. That's one of my big bugaboos. They they always try to twist every dish to something original. Sometimes you got to leave things alone. I'll give you an example. I'm going to a a Halloween get-together with some close friends this weekend, and we're going to have a chili cook-off. You know, and here I am thinking I'm dissecting the chili. What kind of chili do you want to make? I'm looking at all these recipes. There's pulled pork chili. There's white chili. There's corn chili. There's fondue chili. I mean, it's like, why can't we just have a nice standard pepper, onions, chili powder kind of chili? You know what I mean? Sometimes we try to overcomplicate things. When you make or eat chili... Uh, we brought this up yesterday. Do you like the sweet kind? Like, do you put brown sugar in your chili recipe? I don't. I like the fire. I like to bring the fire. And I, you need a little balance. I think you need a little sweet and salt balance in there. But I, I think you got to bring the heat. My big thing with chili, I don't know how you guys feel about this. I am more interested in the toppings on top of the chili. Mm-hmm. Like, if you can throw some cheddar cheese, mm-hmm. white onions, scallions, Fritos, I'm more. I get more excited about the actual toppings when I go to like to a chili cook-off than the actual than the actual dish itself. I don't know if you guys feel the Good same play. way. Totally. Yeah, maybe a little dollop of sour cream on there if you're feeling wild, Joey. Yeah, I mean, you know, if I'm in a really kind of crazy kind of mood, I've had a couple. 
I've had a couple, you know, seltzers or something. <laughs> yeah, I'll throw a little, I'll throw a little uh, sour cream on top too. Okay, Joey. So another topic on the show today is sports nightmares. As we're getting close to Halloween, we're reliving our personal sports nightmare. So I know you have to have one either as a fan or a player. What's your sports nightmare? Uh, well, I mean, it's it's hard to, first of all, if you're a Blues fan, you can't ever look past uh, that doggone Steve Eiserman goal that um, I'm sure you guys have probably mentioned on the show already. That one, I was, think I was in fourth or fifth grade. And I was up in my, my den watching it till 12 or 1 in the morning, whatever it was, and I came in bawling, crying. And my mom and dad they thought someone died. <laughs> and I just told them the Blues lost. And like, will you go to bed already? So, But that's something that kind of stuck with me for a long time. And he scored on my, my, my good friend, John Casey who uh, a lot of people don't remember at the time, had like a 102-degree fever, I believe, that night. They weren't sure if he was going to play. I'm sure, Randy, you remember this. Mm-hmm. You remember everything. But he had a bad, bad fever that night. We ended up playing, and he was nailed, too. He played unbelievable all night, and that one just kind of sneaked by him. And another thing people don't know about that goal is that Wayne Gretzky, of all people, was the player that turned the puck over in the neutral zone that set up Steve Eiserman. So uh, people quickly want to forget that, but doggone Wayne Gretzky, he did enough good things in the game. Uh, we can't fault him for that one. But my um, my biggest nightmare probably was back in 2002. I went down to New Orleans to see the Rams play the Patriots in the Super Bowl. It was Mardi Gras. I was in high school. I saw things that weekend I've never seen before. So it was a great trip all around. <laughs> and I was really I was really hoping it would it would end on a very high note with another Super Bowl for the St. Louis Rams. Of course, they win it in '99 and take a year off, and they go back in there in 2002 in New Orleans and. I remember being up in the upper deck. My dad got these, uh, I call them cheap seats because they were nosebleeds, but they weren't cheap by any means. I was there with my brothers. We were, for, for somehow, we got we got thrown into a New, New England Patriots section. Uh, we had a Rams gear on. I was like the ultimate nerd alert fan for the Rams back in the day. I had a jersey. You can get this, guys. I was the guy that had the headphones as I was listening to the game while it was going on. Like I was that big of a oh, geek. You're right? Steve Bartman. Oh, my gosh, yeah. There, there was no <laughs> girls going after me down in New Orleans that week. But anyway, so yeah, we're in we're in the section. The, the Rams looked terrible all game, lifeless. And then the fourth quarter, Kurt Warner comes to life. And in the greatest show on turf, you see glimpses of it, and they they come storming back. I think they scored two touchdowns in the fourth. We take the lead late, and like everything's looking great. And that doggone Adam Venetieri hit that field goal, and we got the worst beer shower of my life. We lose, and I remember just having the worst night and the worst trip home that next day. Uh, that was a tough one for me. That's something I still haven't gotten over. Joey V, jo- uh, Gary Bettman said after the season ended, he'd like to play an 82-game hockey season. It's obviously going to be shortened now. Whether it's January 1st, February 1st, you've played You've played the, the big schedule. Is there any way that the Blues or the NHL could play 82 games at this stage? You know, I don't think so. Just for the just for the sake, as everyone knows, uh, we're we're up against the clock with the Olympics next summer, and I think that you know, with NBC having the rights to that, you know, starting in July, you know, the, the date that kind of keeps getting thrown around about the NHL having to have things wrapped up is June thirtieth. But I think that's a pretty realistic a realistic goal. So um, even if you were to play beyond that, let's just say the ESPN, who's going to be taking games the next year. Let's say that they work out an early deal where they can get games. You know, you, you, you worry about uh, how relevant games are going to be at that point with the Olympics going on, the, the opening ceremony. So I think, I think it should be in and out before June 30th. And when you have a look at, listen, when you're looking at a February 1 date to start, and that's if we're, you know, we're, we're thinking ambitiously here, you know, it's just, it's impossible to get 82 in with a playoff format. I think you got to hold the integrity of the playoffs in place. You got to have four rounds of, 
best of seven. You can't shorten the playoffs. So the only thing really to shorten is going to be the regular season. I think you go back to 2014. I was a part of that lockout. We had half a season. We started, I believe, I looked at the date the other day, it was January 19th, I believe. We were able to fit 48 games in. So, I mean, that, that was pretty ambitious back in the day. So you're looking, if the, if the league starts even a little bit later, let's say February, and we played 48 games with starting a little sooner, I mean, guys, we're, we're looking at, I think, 50 to 60 would be really pushing it. Um, and I think, I think that that's what it's really going to come down to. I, I can't see the games going over 60. I just, with, with starting that late and what we went through in 2014, only playing 48 after starting mid-January, uh, still having the integrity of playoffs. The Chicago Blackhawks won, and I believe, really late June that year as well. So I really believe that 60 number. I just don't see games going over that mark. Joey V, have a great Halloween. Thanks so much for the time. We always appreciate you. Thanks, Randy. Thanks, Michelle. Have a great Halloween. Be safe and uh, eat lots of good candy. And stay away from those almond joys. Jesus. <laughs> oh, everybody can just give theirs to me. Yeah, we'll do that. Okay. Yeah, you, won't, you'll, you'll have, you won't have a long line of people right there. Okay, have a good one. <laughs> See you later. That's the great Joey Vitale with us on 101 ESPN. Joey's kind of our food expert here on the show. He is. Yeah, and just regular food. He clearly doesn't know his candies. You heard it first from Joey Vitale. Trash, Randy. Trash. Hmm. And the poll seems to be agreeing with me. Uh, but didn't I look up yesterday that it's like the number nine selling candy bar of all candy bars? Well, I have the poll up right now at M. Smallman. And right now, 74% of people voting say Almond Joys are trash, not awesome. Well, I'm saying they're awesome. And I am going to... S- I'm, I'm sticking with it. Let me just find how many candy bars they sold last year, okay? Let me, uh, here we go. They sold uh, 60 million units, 60 million of the regular Almond Joys, and that doesn't even include the ones that were given out for Halloween that people threw away. <laughs> 60 million units yeah. of a bad candy. It's great candy. What's the, what's the number one and number two, and how many units were sold of those? So the regular Hershey's bar... Mm, s'mores. Yeah, clocks Baking. in at nearly yeah. 250 million bars pulled, uh, sold per year. Dang. And then uh, the Reese's, it doesn't give us a number right behind that. The cups? Classic cups? Uh, no, it's the Reese's bar. The Reese's bar? Yeah, which That's is delicious. Awesome. And dangerous. So It can get you up to 270 pounds in a blink. Are you going to be eating day. those now that you're off 75 you hard over am. the weekend? I'm going to oh. bring them in in the morning. I'm so jealous. <laughs> Coming up, we've got the fight coming your way on 101 ESPN.